Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash The Gamers Advocate. The Gamers Advocate. Target acquired. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of The Gamer's Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam. I'm Spider-Man's third cousin, Tim. Hi, Tim. I'm Jack. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Jack. And unfortunately, nothing really happened last week in uh, video games. Nope. Good night. Yep. So it's going to be a short show. Just kidding, everyone. The PS4 was announced. Whoop-dee-doo! Hey, we're getting new game systems. Who called it? It was me. I did it. I did it all. Thank you. Hold your applause. Yeah, it's all thanks to Jack that we're getting a next PlayStation. You can also sign up for the Jack Whittington Psychic Network any day now, too. <laughs> right. Just send your money and don't ask me questions. Goodbye. So <laughs> you've reached the number one gamers advocate podcast in the world, and we we hope you... Yeah, in- try, try to prove them wrong. Yeah, really. We're also two through nine. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're everything. And uh, yeah, we're glad you came back to listen to another episode of us talk about all kinds of awesome stuff. Let's kind of jump it off with what we've been doing since we last indulged our audience. How about you, Bill? I've been sick again, man. Yeah. Literally, you get sick like three Dude, times a day. I, no, <laughs> physically sick, it's like mentally sick because well, you love Kirk, and that's just mental oh, illness no, all over the place. I, I'll start it with you. I'll punch you right in your sick face. Kirk has never played a freaking pan flute on the episode, but Picard has, you dunce. Anyway, let's get back to what I've done. No, I played I more Destiny. No, no, no. No, no I'm going to cut you off because you're talking crap. Oh, whatever, right, Princess Leia. All right, tell us what you did. Um... I don't want to now. Okay. I Actually, what I did do was, uh, Adam was out of town last week, so he let me borrow Nino Cooney, and I said I would give Potato. it... <laughs> I said... Bless you. Oh. I said I would give it a fair shot, and I did. I played it for a couple hours, and uh, I must say, for its target audience, I could see why they would be absolutely in, lo- absolutely in love with this game. Uh, it's really well made. The animations are spot on. Um, there was a couple things that did bother me. Like, it seemed like when you're out and you're trying to get to somewhere, like, every few seconds something's coming up to try to fight with you. But just to let people know, Bill said he doesn't really like anime. And that, I mean, that's the target audience we're talking about. Yeah, no, no, yeah. That's what we're talking about. But as far as game design, I thought that was a little annoying. And they they hold your hand a lot. And also, I mean, that's kind of a JRPG standard where you get battles and random battles and stuff. That's just... just... Once you could get the option, like if you really want to get to the next thing, you can. Well, actually, get that. once once you like grind and get a little higher level, enemies will start running away from you in certain areas, so oh, like, okay. you won't actually get all the lower level enemies, which is kind of nice. Yeah, and and you know, and this is again, like I said, this is not really my type of game, and I can appreciate how good it was, and the graphics were freaking awesome. But there was a part where I'm like, huh. I'm on my way to Ding Dong Dell with a potato with a Scottish accent. That's yeah. pretty cool. It has it has some interesting <laughs> Japanese parts, but I'm still loving it. Well, well back in your uh, higher days, let's say maybe higher learning, you may have enjoyed you may have enjoyed that potato going to Ding Dong Dell. You were like, wee! I'm a, you might have found me at three in the morning at White Castle drive through trying to order old Drippy. Old Drippy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So it's good you finally got a taste of the game, and I, I, I appreciate least, it. Yeah, that's good. It's good you appreciate it. I totally appreciate um, it. You also got Fire Emblem, didn't you? Yes, I did. Finally, did you find it in the stores? Because I know no. it's been. Oh no! I finally found someone on Amazon that was selling it at normal price. Not was it like a retailer or just a random person? It, it was uh, Go Hastings was the name of the seller. Oh, okay. it was a store. I mean, it was an online store. You Go Hastings, but uh, I did. It took about a week to get there, but I got it last Friday, which was kind of nice because since I was so damn sick I did I was in bed most of the weekend so uh I did get to play it and uh I'm I'm only like four chapters in but I really like that one a lot it's got a few times where you kind of roll your eyes a little bit at some of the dialogue but I I expected that but gameplay is much more strategic and uh, reminds me more of XCOM than uh, did you did you play the original? How, how do you no, feel? No, first first I've ever played any kind of Fire Emblem game. That's cool. And uh, I was really impressed with this. I I will play this a lot. It's like a great chess game, kind of like Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking to get that game once 
Nintendo decides to finally bring one of those cool 3DSs over to America because <laughs> we're just still stuck with red and blue. The cutscenes are awesome in it. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. really well done. High production value and stuff. How about you, Mr. Jack? Anything fun? Yeah, who cares? Skip them. I care. <laughs> well, thank you, Adam. We all know I that... I care too, Jack. All right. I love you. I know you do. All right. You be soft. What? <laughs> Hello. And uh, I played more Dead Space. Go figure. I uh, got on with another friend of mine who's actually a different part of it. And since the side missions, um, you can pick which ones you want to go to kind of earlier in the game. We actually played some stuff together that neither of us had played since there's 10 side missions in the game, as far as I know, um, and each are about an hour, hour and a half long. Wow. So we went to different spaceships, we cleared them out, we we played with all our, all our weapons were still there and whatnot from other playthroughs. It was it it was awesome, actually. We, uh, right we had on. a good time. That's awesome. Uh, unfortunately, another week without much gaming for Adam Bankers. I was in Florida, the lovely land of Disney World. Oh, you poor bastard. I know, it was so, it was just horrifying. <laughs> uh, but we had ice there. <laughs> yeah, I did play my Vita. I'm getting good. Good. Oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> what were you playing on? Plus, when I called Adam, he was on a magic carpet, so that's kind of like a game. I mean, he was like yeah, in guess. a game. Played some Cinemora, some PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, some I tried Final to... Fantasy VII. I tried to get on a magic carpet one time, but I didn't have enough money, so she told me to leave. You. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, just kidding. Unfortunately, I'm not, not kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully to get get back on the video game bandwagon soon because it's been three weeks of not enough. Well, the good news is we got Adam and I uh, on our lunch break pre-ordered some of these games that yeah. we'll be playing soon. I pre-ordered the chance to pre-order a PS4. Me too. <laughs> I can't wait uh, for that. Explain that to me. Well, I have no they, idea what that means. Well, no, they they can't. You can't I mean, pre-order them yet at like GameStop. So I asked them if I could pre-order the chance to pre-order, but didn't work. Anyway, yeah, so that that's kind of what... Oh, sorry, did you want to say no, something? No, when do you think we'll be able to pre-order them? You know? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're waiting for to see if there's going to be different tiers, like different models, like a, the Wii U did with a basic model and a premium model, or maybe some more information before they start putting out the pre-orders. But you never know. You're going to get it's a premium one, aren't you? Hell yeah. Of course you I are. Would, I have a sickness. I just need to get this stuff. It's it's a problem. If anyone can help me out there, please don't. I signed up to get the information on it. I'm waiting to see what Microsoft does, too, and but... You know, I still I still told them just pre-order one to sell it if you don't want it. Yeah, just sure they'll go out fast. You just uh, you can help them by just sending them cash via yeah, yeah it works too. <laughs> so that's kind of what we've been doing and playing and all that stuff. It's been kind of a fun week for games and stuff, but yeah, we're just gonna jump right into some other news before we dive into the meat and potatoes of the show. So breaking, which is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, Ziff Davis, who just recently purchased IGN and their whole family of companies, just announced that they're laying off some some staff of IGN and closing one up in GameSpy. That sucks. I know it's it's such a shame because Especially GameSpy. I know. I mean, even one up, they, they've got great editors. They've been around for a long time, and it's always sad to see people lose jobs and all that stuff. And I, I mean, from all of us here and everywhere else, I'm sure we just wish everyone the best of luck because there are great writers and you know it's business sometimes they they want to focus on just IGN and their askmen.com and maybe they just I don't know it's it's business it's it's probably nothing personal but it doesn't make it any easier but these guys have some serious talent so I'm sure they'll get on their feet pretty soon so and hey our doors are open too yeah right you can, you can work here for free we do um, <laughs> that's not really a job so uh, beat that price IGN yeah, yeah try to try to get laid off here <laughs> just wait a little while we'll be trillionaires yeah so that's we, we we send the best to all the people that were affected by it and yeah best of luck uh, another some more quick news is Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 remix is coming to America whoop de doo <laughs> it's exciting to get the original Kingdom Heart in HD because no. the first two were awesome <laughs> while we're waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 no I have a reason why I don't want anything to do with this story oh yeah yeah, I've right. told you. I've told you my Kingdom Hearts yeah. story. I mean, we well, we've been through. I haven't heard the Kingdom Hearts story, so I mean, I don't know if you want to tell it. Uh, I'm, tell inter- I'm interested in the note, but I mean, we've been through this before about re-releasing and stuff like that. But um, they did it with Halo and Kingdom Hearts when it initially came out was huge. It was a game. huge game. I mean, uh, I fighting with keys that are swords. Disney plus get out of, know. Get out of town. Get out of town. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it. You I know, know. But what? There's a reason. 
Anyways, but I, I thought it wouldn't because I even thought it was like a kitty game back in the day. But I actually played it, gave it a chance. I beat the whole thing. I was like, wow, that wasn't too bad. So uh, I played it for free, though. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I might have beat the whole thing if it didn't happen. What? I bought this game uh, on the way home. Stopped at Chipotle. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, everything was good. Got a nice burrito. Went home, started playing Kingdom Hearts. Loved the game. Yeah. Until food poisoning kicked in. What? I was laid up for three days, almost ended up in the hospital, and for some reason, every time I tried to play Kingdom Hearts after that, sick. it would just remind me of that, and I couldn't do it. I could not touch that game again. I got rid of it. Wow. I, it was a great game. I was having a blast a with it. I was having a blast with the game, and I couldn't do it. I still, to this day, think of Kingdom Hearts. I didn't go to Chipotle for four years after that. Weird. Oh, I feel your pain. Weird thing about that, um, it happened to my sister. You know, Dumb and Dumber, one of the best movies of all time. The whole house got sick when that movie came out on uh, VHS, I guess. And they were watching it. Everyone got sick, super sick. To this day, she cannot watch that movie without feeling physically well, ill. I, I totally get that. It's weird. Wait, no, what, I, what, it does what it is, to me. What is the VHS? Haha. Let me tell you, haha. It's uh, old tech. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> about, oh, they're about 49 tech. cents at a garage sale. Oh, the good old days. Um, yeah, so... Sorry, Bill. Sorry you had to miss out on that game. Maybe when it's HDified, it'll be different. No, never. Make the sickness never, that much clearer. Never. Yeah, huh? I know. Huh? I don't want to be HD <laughs> food poisoning. What, is, what does he mean by heading west? Remix heading west. Is it going to have cowboy hats on? <laughs> What's going on? We're in the west. Hey, now. partner. <laughs> we it's are in the west because it was. It's already in Japan and it's coming west to us. Oh, well, that's that's us. We're the West. <laughs> yes, Thanks, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we, there's, if, I'm sure if you've been following technology, you've heard of the thing called the Google Glass. It's like a wearable eyepiece that syncs with your phone and can kind of display text messages, take pictures, videos, maps, film, all this stuff. It's, I mean, it's a pretty cool technology, even though you look a little silly wearing it. But it's always kind of seemed like a pie-in-the-sky type technology but google just announced that they're going to be releasing it by the end of the year and it's only going to be on under fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> so, so basically i gotta pay fifteen hundred bucks let's just say it's fifteen hundred look like an idiot <laughs> to wear a monocle and look like a total doucher thank you very much i'll save my money yeah seriously do you get a little top hat with that and a cane <laughs> you can look like around. mr peanut or whatever <laughs> yeah if i was actually like scrooge mcduck and had a vault full of gold coins i would put something like that on my face Oh my god! Have you, have you guys actually seen the technology though? Like the the technology and where it's going is awesome. It'd be cool if they could make it like contact technology. And I mean, it's it's actually pretty legit what it is. Like if you haven't seen it, you, I mean, if you're looking and it just things appear in your vision like augmented reality, where you can get text messages or say Google Glass like film, and you can film yourself skydiving or skateboarding or surfing or something. I'll wait till they come out with the sunglasses ones. <laughs> yeah, actually, they have like a, a thing you can fit in to make it look like sunglasses. They're working uh, with like glasses companies and stuff like that. I don't that. want a telescope sticking out the front of my head. <laughs> well, don't they, don't they have to like have it hooked up to like a laptop or something oh, more powerful? It's Bluetooth. It's, it's, just, it's all, the technology's all right there. You just wear like it's, a glasses frame and it hooks up with your phone. It's clearly made out of magic jack. Magic Jack? <laughs> I get the phone. That's only fourteen ninety five. I'll yeah, get that at Best Buy. They, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but they don't sponsor it. I don't. I don't know. I, this this tech. I've seen this tech before, and the guy who had it before when they were in testing, he did have a laptop on his back, and he had like a little glass eyepiece over there. It looked really bad. You know what? Stupid. You should see the new stuff. It's really awesome. You know what? Like, it's really cool. It just is. It's weird to look first at. time I'm gonna see first time I ever see somebody with that I'm punching them right in the eye <laughs> and that eye too. You're gonna know people are gonna be driving this with like Google Glass on their face, like yeah, reading text messages. Exactly like, gonna oh, happen. please don't wear Google Glass. Yeah. I got in a front end crash and killed two kids and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, haven't you seen uh, Mass Effect Garrus? He's wearing Google Glass, his little like eyepiece. He's not <laughs> real, Adam. He's not real. Yeah, but he is getting some more DLC. Bazinga. Nice. I don't like nice segue. I mean, honestly, I don't... Uh, like, uh, there goes the segue. That's what we're going to do. But I have seen people, even with Bluetooth... <laughs> he does what? not care about your segue. I don't even... I don't even... Whatever. I'm going to keep going. going. right into the next news thing. So we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. Because I don't even like people <laughs> who wear the Bluetooth earpiece. The jawbone stuff, right? I don't either. I kind of want to... I mean, they seem like... They seem like Total douchers. I mean, come yeah, on. They really are. All right. It's like, uh, I'm getting a call. 
I'm getting a call. Look, look at my ear flashing. I'm important. I got a big thing in my ear. <laughs> yeah, but well, we're about, sitting here with big headphones on right now. <laughs> but how about that earpiece Garris wears? Right. <laughs> He's not real. <laughs> but right, yeah. That what what does that bring us to? Our next point, which I totally ruined. Yes, you did, and I'm going to cry for years to come. <laughs> Mass Effect, the final DLC has been announced, which is kind of sad because that's the last Commander Shepard content we're ever going to get. Um, but it's actually kind of a cool and big pack. It's actually coming on two downloads, which is kind of crazy. It's going to be $15, but the file size is so big you have to download one part of it and then the second part after. Yeah, when I heard about this, I was like, two downloads, holy cow, because I did the uh, Battlefield 3 downloads, and that was like 1.3 gigabytes, if I'm remembering, and that was just one download. That took a long time, and uh, yeah, I mean, this has got to be massive. I'm surprised they even are actually coming out with another DLC for this game. Um, I mean, I guess with Dragonfall coming out with uh, Skyrim, like a year later, I mean, why not? But yeah, it's it's they got to keep it going. But this one is kind of taking place on the Citadel again, and you're going to be running through and doing all the crazy universe saving stuff that Commander Shepard's so good at, like cartwheels and shit. Uh, yeah, he's in the Olympics. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, but you're actually going to get to fight with squad members from the original Mass Effect and Mass Effect Two, which I'm pretty excited about because it'd be awesome if you could get Rex and Legion and Thane and Morden back in your party because those characters are awesome. I gotta tell you, I've been missing Rex for a really long time. Rex is so awesome. Rex was, has always been my favorite character throughout the whole series. I mean, Shepard's fine and all the others, but Rex is Rex is my dude. I like Legion and Garrus; they're the best. They're sweet. But yeah, Rex is awesome. We just like Garrus because he has Google Eye, whatever. He does, I'm telling you. Hey, Jack, want to talk about Bluetooth again? <laughs> you know, let me tell you about those guys that got in there. Oh wait, okay. So yeah, but it's also when it's over, you get a chance to catch up with your squad mates, which means more dialogue with your favorite characters. Playing a casino, I guess, combat arena, and even furnish Shepherd's living quarters. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Can you get the carpet clean too? Fantastic! Animal, Animal Crossing Mass Effect version. <laughs> let me let me ask you this: Why is it when games kind of reach their endpoints or they don't know where to go next, they all go to Vegas or like hit the strip? Or you play casino games for a long time, I guess. <laughs> I mean, everyone goes hits that casino edge. I yeah. mean, I've seen it: Rainbow Six, Fallout. We're getting a little taste of it here. Uh, they did in Borderlands, too, with uh, Moxie's Place. It was more casino-y. Because um, you have the roulette wheel and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know what it is. I guess it's just like an easy, like fun thing to do, which is cool. I enjoy it. People but love gambling. Who knows? It's just a new thing, man. You know, you get your, yeah. your snow level, your fire level, your yeah. underwater level. Now you got your Vegas level. <laughs> exactly. Vegas level. Everyone's got to have a Vegas level. Yeah, so that's that's coming out, I think, the first or second week of March. So it's coming up for 15 bucks and... It's going to be awesome. What I'm happens excited. in Vegas stays in a video game. Right. Yeah, sure. Now, another exciting what piece of news for you pinball fans out there. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> another exciting piece of news for you pinball fans is that Star Wars is releasing three theme tables. The Empire Strikes Back, the Clone Wars, and the Boba Fett table tomorrow for pretty much all devices. That sounds awesome, said 1974. Yeah. I, mean, I used to play this on my PC in like the 90s, early 90s. You know, I played this. I mean, hey, I'm sorry. Do you have to feather to... your hair back when you play it? Put a comb in your back pocket? I got to put away my MC Hammer pants after all. Why would you ever put those away? Uh-oh. 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 Anyways. Uh, it comes a hammer. Yeah. I've played like these pinball games or back in the day on here, and actually made me sick. Because it only shows you part of the thing, part of the board, and then it moves the screen around with the ball, and I get motion sick from looking at this stuff. I don't know if that's still how it is, but I stopped a little bit. These games have been pretty popular. Like It's it's going to be releasing for Zen Pinball on every device but the Xbox, and then Xbox, it's on Pinball FX2. And these are, I mean, these are getting a lot of support and are pretty popular games. Uh, pinball's fun. I'm just yanking yeah. with you. I mean, I like to Star play. Star Wars is cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like playing pinball, but literally, like, the games make me, it just might be me, but uh, hopefully they've changed it. Okay. Well, Basically, balls flying around makes you nauseous. Well, they're just shooting everywhere, and I I vomit, <laughs> honestly. I'm sorry. I knew it. it. makes me physically ill. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, on our last news topic before the PS4 bonanza, we're going to, back to our Rayman fiasco, a rumor was leaked that Michel Ansel. <laughs> I almost said <laughs> I was I was waiting for it. Michel Ansel <laughs> and and he and probably a couple of his best developers are going to be leaving Ubisoft after this 
craziness that happened with the Rayman Legends. And if you're just tuning in, Rayman Legends was a Wii U exclusive. It was supposed to come out today. Oh, that's really sad. Or tomorrow. Um, but it got delayed six or seven months and is going to be releasing simultaneously on all platforms when the Wii U version is pretty much done and the development team is not very happy. So now they're just going to leave Ubisoft. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't I blame them. I can't help it. There's just something very funny about a guy, a French guy named Michel throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> Anywhere at Ubisoft, or not anymore. <laughs> anyway. Threaten the will surrender. Two, two things. Uh, if you haven't, read uh, Adam's article. It, it's about this. It's really great. The second thing is, I can never hear the word Ubisoft again after this podcast and not think of something. Ubisoft. So anyways, <laughs> it's totally ruined it for me. And uh, Frenchy people are funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that I'm That's totally joking. I, I have nothing against French people or their culture. Yeah, we love everybody out here. I took French in high school. I love it. I like French toast. It's very good. I like French fries. There we you go. know, but enough of your crazy talk. Let's go into why these people tune into the show. PlayStation Portable, PSP. Oh, oh yeah. That's why everyone's <laughs> jumping on to find out what the next yeah. PSP magic is. We're dropping from. a bomb on yeah. this thing. No, last, last Wednesday at the PlayStation 2013 conference, the PlayStation 4 was officially announced. What's it look like? Uh, good question. Well, just close your eyes and picture nothing, and that's what it looks like. Hey, it's, it's definitely not some box. Hi-yo. <laughs> Yeah, they did not reveal what the box looks like because I'm sure they're still dealing with some prototypes and what the final piece will look like. But we did get a lot of other info because some people were like, oh, maybe this conference will be a half hour and kind of just say, here's a coming, here's a tech demo or something. But it was a two-hour conference. They even said it was only going to be an hour. Yeah, so they... On the thing, I saw a bunch of bouncing balls. Maybe, like, purchase each ball and you, like, put them together and you form, like, Megatron (laughs) to make the system. See, you can have a you can actually have an acid flashback years after you take the stuff, Jack. So I just feel be bad very for careful. Jack, in the Jack needs a lot of help. No, I'm kidding. No, but they they started off with a very nice video, a very nice video, kind of honoring the history of PlayStation with all kinds of game footage and people saying, "Hey, I'm cool. I can be extraordinary." And it was it was a very nice tribute to what's to come. Then they came in and they were like, "Hey guys, we're awesome. Let's talk about our new system." No, uh, let's talk about our new controllers. All they did. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad the controllers. They look bigger and thicker, and I like that. And yeah. I like the the details and all that stuff. And Adam wrote another good article uh, about that, which you guys can check out. Uh, That's but so nice. where do you yeah. check that out at, Jack? At our freaking website, you hey, jerk. And where do we check out your article, Jack? Uh, it's in my head. <laughs> you just gotta like crawl in there. Frogger is fun. Frogger, it's about Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man getting it on. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, but they they did announce that the DualShock 3 that I know Jack and Bill have talked that they aren't really a fan of, and I'm not I don't not totally against it, but it's not my favorite, is getting a little bit of an upgrade. And it looks like it could hopefully help some of the issues that these guys were having. First of all, the start and select area is being replaced with a Vita Back Touch-esque touchpad. Where they didn't really reveal what you're going to be doing with this, but I'm sure you're going to be swiping. And they made the analog sticks concave, which is nice. Yeah. They kind of changed the shoulder triggers a little bit. They made it a little more ergonomic. And they also added a pretty cool button called share. I think, uh, before we get into the share button, I think it actually looks in like the Xbox controller, the current one, a little bit more, honestly. It looks more ergonomic. If you look from the side view... Yeah. Are you looking at it? You yeah. see, the, see the grips? That's why I think it's thicker and it looks better. And the triggers and stuff, the top of it does as well. I mean, not to you know tout Xbox, but it's probably the best feeling controller we've ever had yeah, so far. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. And if, if the PS4 controller is moving more that direction as far as how it'll feel, that's a huge upgrade. I mean, yeah, yeah. hand's a hand. So, I mean, you can only design it so many different ways, right? <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> and speaking of moves... The PlayStation Move is kind of integrated into the controller itself. On the top of it, there's a LED light that f- could flash different colors depending on what player you are, how your, your health is doing, <laughs> and also will kind of interact with a new PlayStation Eye, which is very reminiscent of the Kinect. Hey, wait, is the PlayStation Eye like a big telescope sticking out of your head? <laughs> Google Glass. <laughs> it's just me, but I never got the whole thing behind a light on stuff. You know, like they had the ambient light on TVs, and you got the ambient light underneath your vehicles. And now you got some light on your controller. I mean, that's cool that you're like, oh, I'm red and you're green and you're the blue controller and stuff like that. But yeah. it just seems kind of goofy well, to me. Reason, I don't know. The reason the light was, especially for the move, it's for tracking. 
Like it's for the camera to pick up that signal to get better recognition. So that's kind of why those lights are there. And that's what it did cool. with the, it's an actual region. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what it did with the cars too. It 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 was made it so police cars could <laughs> yeah, see exactly. you a lot easier and pull your dumb ass over. Yeah, it's like you are on something because you put lights on your car like that. You you were you're clearly done. a douche. You're, and you're doing something illegal, and I'm going to stop you. Right. But let's go back to the share button. This is probably I think the one feature that if Xbox doesn't have a competitor, and if they do it well, could be a game changer. Two big ifs. Um, based on the fact that we don't know what Microsoft's got up their sleeve yet. They have given nothing. They may have have this whole thing right in the bag as far as how they're going to do it. They may have a better system. We just don't know. They may, they may have no idea what they're doing. Um, the other thing is, you know, it's easy to say this is going to be something great we're doing. But you know what? With all systems, you know, every system that's come out, I've seen stuff that was touted ahead of time, and it comes out and it doesn't work well at all. Uh, we don't know that this is going to be something that's as smooth as they say it's going to be. We don't know that this is going to be something that's a real game changer. And quite honestly, it could be something really cool, um, like the Connect in theory, that works part-time and people quickly lose interest in. Fair enough. But here's where I think Sony was very smart for I, probably the first time in a long time because they made a lot of stupid decisions. True. But they, cause they've touted remote play. Like they've said, oh, you can play Killzone 3 on your Vita or you can do all this stuff. But what have we seen of it? Nothing. And it right. doesn't work. Here's the difference. Back in July of 2012, they bought Gaikai. This company was a direct competitor to OnLive, which was a cloud computing company where they have servers out in who knows where. And they streamed game stuff from high-performance PCs to your computer so your laptop didn't have to run the game so you can still play it. They bought this company and this competitor, so they own them, and they are building this into the system and integrating it with every single console. It's not Sony's technology. It's Gaikai's. Gaikai was built for that, and now Sony has that, so they have their technology. And Xbox, unless they had some secret sale of, like, on live or something, they maybe don't have the good technology that's as good as this. I, I mean, in my opinion, I'm just saying there's a lot of ifs that... Maybe even using Gaikai, maybe it doesn't work so great in a system. It, you know, we just don't know. Exactly. And maybe Microsoft's got nothing, and they're just sitting back going, "Oh shit." <laughs> it, it could very well be because I think the Gaikai thing is pretty awesome. I think the controller looks good. Um, I still still waiting on the system though. I'm, I'm just kind of waiting out to see what what's going to happen. I want to know what it's going to cost, yeah. what kind of memory it's going to have, what kind of well, they actually they, they did release some of that. Uh, it, it does come with an 8-core AMD Jaguar X86 by 64 chip with integrated graphics APU. Is it like is it barbecue <laughs> yes. chip or is no, that cream and onion? There's going to be there's going to be eight gigabytes of of dedicated <laughs> RAM, which is incredible. It's like I think they said 60 times the PS3. Um, there's going to be a next generation graphics chip. Blu-ray drive is included, so it's not going all digital. Which Good. you know we didn't really know that, but whatever. Um, but here's the the big thing. Sony PS3 was built on their own cell technology, which is tough to develop for because it's not like PCs or like anything. So developers had to learn how to work with the system, which we saw issues like Skyrim where you couldn't even play the game for like a year or something. Yeah. And a lot of games run better on Xbox because it's more like a PC that people are comfortable with. The PS4 is going to have a PC-like uh, like system, and it's going to make games much easier to develop for. That's a smart move. Yeah, and it does sound like an actual computer. I mean, you look at the specs. If you bought like a laptop uh, for this, you'd probably pay like uh, twelve hundred bucks for a laptop. Maybe six hundred for an actual like tower computer without a screen. I mean, maybe if you look at the what's what's going on with it right now. There's some guy right now in his mom's basement going, "You're so stupid! I could do that for four hundred easy." <laughs> yeah. right, let's 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 talk just for a second about the sharing before we move on to some of the other stuff. This whole guy kind thing is very exciting. Because if it does realize the potential of what they're saying, it's pretty great. Because let's say you're searching for a game on the PlayStation Store. And you're like, oh, hey, Uncharted 4, that looks fun. Let's try it out. All you have to do is hit X, and you jump right into the game. Like, you're going to be able to try a demo of every single game and check it out. If you want to download it, all you do is download it, and you can play it while it's downloading. 
which is huge because first of all, the PS3 took like five years to download like a five megabyte <laughs> app or something. The journey <laughs> took me all day I to know. download. Glad they're gonna it's fix horrible. this because I do hate waiting for downloads and updates and stuff like that. And if they have like this cloud computing and it can just like smack you in the face with stuff, I'll be like, <laughs> bring it on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this is also great for Bill's old love, the Vita. They didn't talk about it too much. But they are claiming that the Vita is going to be the ultimate companion for the PS4. The goal, and yes, Bill, I know you're squeaming over there, but it's the goal, it's goal. is that every PS4 game will be able to be streamed down to the Vita, a la the Wii U. Target date, 2027. <laughs> they said that most titles are hopefully going to be ready by launch. and Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> I know. A lot of hopes and target dates yeah, yeah. and whatnot. I'm not know. hearing a lot of guaranteed facts of nothing. Yeah, but the, but it's, if it works out, it's going to be great. Another cool feature is that... If not, it sucks. Yeah, exactly. Because we've been burned before by remote play. Let me, let me just say, PlayStation doesn't sell you on the stuff. They sell you on the dreams. They sell the sizzle, not the steak. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes the sizzle's delicious. <laughs> yeah, but you're still hungry for the steak. That's true. But another cool feature with this sharing and Gaikai streaming is that let's say my brother Jordan who I talked about on our last show who lives two hours away from me let's say he's playing Knack which is one of the games they announced or some other game I can watch him play the game so on my PS4 on my Vita or anything like that I can watch him play and we can talk and I can probably send him items or comments and stuff but let's say he gets to a difficult boss or a tough platforming section all I have to do is press a button and automatically I can control his game and get him past that part and then give him control right back. Well, how's he ever going to get a sense of accomplishment if you just do that? <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. That's, that's, that's really a cool feature. It's I love like, that. In fact, I would be borrowing your guys' help a lot. Right. <laughs> we'll have, like, gamer tech support. We'll yeah, just create really. the company. We'll create the company. Gamer it's actually tech probably support. a smart idea because you know people are going to be, like, power-leveling people and saying, hey, yeah. we'll take control of your game and get you to level 100. Yep. Okay, we're setting up the LLC. Which yeah. patent pending, patent trademark. Pending. Patent pending. We got it. <laughs> yeah, we got it here first. No, but yeah. So there's going to be a lot of other cool features with this Gaikai. I mean, it's going to be able to stream all your stuff. It looks like they're going to make everything easier, make it work for your iPhone, your Android phone, your tablets. So you'll be able to access like a second screen type experience where you can download games, you can use it as a map, you can even watch other people play games. And eventually, I'm sure they're getting to the point where you can play PS4 games on Vita, on PS4, on a phone, on a tablet, wherever you are. It's all going to be connected. I like this uh, idea of like connecting everything and smart glass and all this stuff that they're bringing together. Um, I mean, I have it for the Xbox right now. Uh, I don't really use it at all. Um, I guess it's kind of cool. You can use it like kind of a controller. But I hopefully they can dive right in and, and give us more features uh, because I'm kind of unsatisfied right now. Yeah, well, there's nothing like this really besides yeah. on live. Like there's, this is this is completely new. There's one feature that they didn't like make a big deal about that I think is huge, huge announcement is the fact that it does not block used games. Yes. So they they've pretty much said that PS4 will not block used games. So if Microsoft comes out and says, "Hey, we're going to block used games," then I'm getting PS4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is that is huge because we were talking about how worried we were and what they were going to do with that. So it I looks like they made a smart move. I, yeah, I know. I know I'm you did. Serious. I was going to give you a change of whatever. But anyways, uh, <laughs> the uh, other thing is, though, it's not backwards compatible. That's something that's kind of bad. That does yeah. suck. It, especially on the digital content. That yeah. seems a little odd. So unfortunately, well, here's the thing. It's going to be backwards compatible in a sense. Your your digital games and your retail games from PS3, PS2, PS1, blah, 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 are not going to be compatible, which kind of sucks. But with Gaikai, they're going to make you able to stream all these games from the back catalog of Sony games and play all of them you want if digitally. You buy them again. Well, yeah. But well, that's not backwards it, compatible. Not, well, it is backwards. I don't know, whatever it is. It's backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, backwards it's backwards, thinking. all right. But here, you here's... repurchase your games again. Yeah, but here, here's the thing you can think about. What if they do, like a subscription package like PlayStation Plus or like, I don't know, like a Final Fantasy pack or an Uncharted pack where you get discounts and you can buy different services. Or like even, let's say they even go the next step and make it like a Netflix service where you pay a fee every month and then you get the back catalog of PS1 games or PS2 games. No. Why no. not? <laughs> Maybe. That, that, would Maybe. Be, that would be awesome. If they went like fully subscription yeah. and they gave you access to like all the games and you know, maybe like one of the newest releases within the month of when it's released or something. You know what I mean? Something like that. 
Yeah, so it's it's something to think about. But yeah, unfortunately, there's no backwards compatibility. But you will still be able to play your old games for a fee. You be now you be able to buy your old games for yeah, a fee. Really. I know uh, Microsoft's going towards that schedule, especially I got Office 365 the other day, actually a couple weeks ago, but um, it's... Uh, subs- is that a fun game? No, it's not. It's more like for business. <laughs> but anyways, they have like all the features that you get in all of Office, but you pay 99 bucks and you get five licenses. You know what I mean? So it's more subscription-based. you got to pay every year, but in turn, they're able to give you more stuff. So maybe they could do that. Yeah, so there's a lot of features that Gaikai will will provide and I'm sure there's stuff we don't even know about that they're not revealing yet so it'll be exciting to see come I don't know a few months a few weeks whatever it is till we get some more information about this but let's talk about something that I was pleasantly surprised about is how many games that they actually announced for the PS4 because they could have come out and say oh we have we're working on our games here's a logo here's a teaser or something but they actually showed a pretty good amount of games and tech demos and some gameplay footage, not just trailers. So I think we're going to jump right into them and just kind of hit these real quick and talk about what we thought of each game. The first game is going to be a game called Knack. And it's kind of a cutesy game. Kind of, I'm sure they're trying to tap into the Ratchet & Clank market. He's like a little robot guy who can change forms. He's got all these nuts and bolts and parts that he can grow big or he can grow invisible or he can do all this stuff and help humans in the fight against goblins. My nuts don't do any of those things. <laughs> he like He's like a uh, polygon monster, but a knack rhymes with snack and I'm kind of hungry, so... Romeo's pizza. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. But yeah, it looked cool and I think they're making like, it could be like a Sony's Mario or, or something. I think that's what they're kind of turning into, like a spiral or ratchet and cr- clank, like a new a new thing. So I thought you were going to cool. say Ratchet and Crank. Yeah, and you know, it's it's good that they... I think oh, it's good cool. they had this game because they could have all these gritty first-person shooters, drivers, all these intense games, but it's nice to see that they have a range and they have, they're trying to hit different markets. So it's good to have those options and that broad range of games. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so the next game they released is obviously a game we are very familiar with and... Some of us, well, all of us, got burned on the last time a system was launched. It's a new Killzone game. Killzone Shadowfall. I'm not falling nor for shadows or for killfalls this time around. I'm I'm, I'm a little leery this time because when they announced the PlayStation 3, they showed a video that was a turned out to be a Target video that they never did really reach. Got close with Killzone 3 seven years later, but... Yeah, uh, I believe it when I see it. Now, yeah, I I agree with you. I was burned. I when well, we all saw that video at E3 for the PS3 launch, we were like, "What is yeah. this?" I mean, it looked incredible. But here's where I'm gonna jump in: is that this game looks incredible, but it really doesn't look that much better than a PS3 game. I mean, yeah, there's some cool lighting and the giant city and stuff like that that they show it takes place in like the main city for the ISA and all this stuff. But the, the jump in graphics wasn't as much, and they actually showed gameplay. Like, they let people play. It was on the Jimmy Fallon show. They let them play the game, which they didn't let last time. They just showed this demo. And since the jump isn't as crazy as the last one, I think it kind of could be reached. I, I hope so. I uh, saw some actual gameplay footage, and I was not impressed. I'm sorry. It looked just like a shooter, and I don't know. you got to really impress me to want to jump on board another shooter. i got plenty. I don't need another one. Sorry. Well, if you're going to jump onto a shooter on a, a next-gen system, it's got to be a little more impressive, I think, too. I mean, if I was on PS3, yeah, okay, let's get it. If you want me to buy a PS4, you got to show me more than that. I'm with Jack on that one. Yeah, and there's still plenty of time for them to change your mind on that. Oh, I, I know. I know they didn't play all their cards. Yeah. But the next game we're going to hit on is a game by Evolution Studios, who are responsible for the MotorStorm games, with a little game called Drive Club. Looks amazing. Yeah, I don't know what it is about racing games, but they just look ridiculous. I'm not really into racing games all that much, but, uh, God, that looked good. Yeah, so this game is going to be very socially oriented. You're going to be racing against your friend's times. You're going to have asynchronous racing where, let's say, Bill rides the race. And then I come on later, I can try and beat his score. You will. And it's gonna, I'm, I will. You, you suck at life. And then the <laughs> next thing, and also another big feature is that it is a first-person racer. Like, that's what they're touting. So I personally really enjoy the first-person racers to get you more immersed in it. 
And I think it's going to be awesome and pretty. Yeah, I think I wish there were some Raiders in there because then I'd enjoy it more. But uh, I'm not not a fan of racing. It looks beautiful. I'll watch somebody play it for a little yeah. bit, and then I'll be like, oh, that's a cool game. I'm going to walk away now. But yeah. I'm sorry. It's just like sports games to me. And I know Bill's huge in sports games, and I'm sure there's a gajillion people huge in racing games like Adam. But uh, I don't know. It looks, looks great. It shows off the graphics capability, I oh, think. Sure. But uh, I don't want to go round and round in circles. Racing games and fighting games to me uh, are awesome for like a half hour to an hour, and then uh, it's like pancakes when you first yeah. eat them. You're like, oh man, oh, man I could eat a million of these. And then and then halfway through, you're like, yeah. I don't want any more pancakes. Yeah, after that done. fourth pancake, you're like, I, you're I, like, I'm not getting pancakes again for months. This tastes like rubber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then so that's Drive Club. Another familiar but different game is Infamous Second Son by Sucker Punch. This game takes place, I think it said seven years after the events of Infamous 2, and it's a completely new protagonist. It takes place in the same world, but it looks like this guy has more powers, different powers. He's fighting against a like big brother type company called the DUP, and I, I mean, it looks cool. I mean, it was mostly a CG trailer, but it looks like you can have smoke powers, you can teleport, you can throw flame balls, you can have chains that you whip people a la Kratos, and... I don't know. What'd you guys think? Uh, it looked like a CG video to me, so I couldn't really tell. It, it looked cool. I mean, I mean it looked like he yeah. second son. He was powered by the sun. He was like kicking some butt, but it, it did just look like a cinematic, which uh, isn't isn't too interesting to me. I've seen a gajillion cinematics, and that's fine. But getting the gameplay, let's see what let's see what happens in the game, and then I'll then I'll tell you what I think. Yeah, like I said, but Sony's not showing all their cards quite yet. Now, here's another title that really interests me, because there was a game that was released for XBLA, and I think it's it's on PC and PS3 now, called Braid. It's kind of like Prince of Persia, but a mar- more cartoony and artsy style, and you're yeah, going back and forth in time and manipulating time, and it was such an incredible puzzle game, and if you haven't play it, played it, seriously, go and get it like right now, because it's, it's awesome. But Jonathan Blow, who created this game, is back with a new title, and this title kind of mixes... The art style of Wind Waker, in a sense, with the cell-shaded, pretty, colorful look. And Mist, with, like, puzzle solving and mazes and different things like that. It looked pretty. It looked kind of weird. I mean, you're on an island with a bunch of puzzlers, and that's cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Um, I'd have to see maybe some more puzzles or something. It doesn't want to make me go out and buy it, but it it looks, looks pretty. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I just trust this guy, and I know that... That even in the trailer, I'm sure what you're seeing is not even half of what the game is, which is exciting. Like the unfinished Swan, where you don't you don't really know what you're gonna get, which I always like. Now here's another game that was kind of a tech demo. It's a working title, but it looks like your next fix is Skyrim in a sense. It's a game called Deep Down by Capcom, and they just showed. I mean, it's warriors fighting dragons, but Kinda the gra- like dragons dogma type. Yeah, it actually did look a lot like Dragon's Dogma, which is made by Capcom as well. And it looked pretty... I mean, it looked cool. Graphics were nice. Looked was it actual gameplay or cinematic? Yeah, though? see, here's the thing. They showed, like, a HUD, which is, like, all the weapons and things of them switching. So it could be, like, a trick, because the graphics did look pretty incredible in the lighting. But you never know. It, it did look really impressive. But just, you know, again... Well, they were they were switching camera angles kind of fast, so you couldn't even really focus and see like when you when you have like a long hallway, one guy's like running through, you can kind of tell more what's actually the the graphical capabilities. But when they just flash you with different like colors, like ooh ooh, ooh and, and you can't really focus. And I know in this generation of games, you know, animations are going to get smoother, yeah, it's and better, look more, yeah. more real, and, yeah. and stuff. So, you know, even if it's not, if if that's really what it looks like when the game comes out, I'll be blown away. But it's I'm still kind of just a little skeptical right now just in general and it's early and I'm not holding that it's not uh, Sony's not doing anything wrong by doing it this way it's just I'm going to get more hyped up when I see more actual gameplay footage like uh, like the next game right we'll show right. Some. Yeah, this game was talk- it's been talked about a lot it was shown at E3 it kind of blew people away because they were like this game is not on current generation consoles this game looks way too good it's called Watch Dogs another game by Ubisoft and Instead of like a trailer, this was an actual five-minute gameplay demo. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, this game is going to be a launch game, and ladies and gentlemen, also on the Wii U. Oh yeah, 
Uh, there's going to be... <laughs> it's not going to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. It's going to look better. Maybe not. No, I'm just kidding. No, this game, they just showed you going through a town, and you you have a cell phone that you can kind of hack into people's technological footprint. You can, like, from the looks of it, you can hack into, like, everything. It's like... It's like Grand Theft Auto on, like, hacking steroids. You yeah, could, like, hack into everything that has electricity. On the Wii U, though, it's a rotary phone that you use. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. That that could be cool if, like, the Wii U is the cell phone and has the capability. Like, you pick up people to, like, yeah. hack and stuff like that. I don't know. Gamepad, it looks like a cell phone yeah. from the 80s and 90s. Yeah, but what they showed was a side mission. It wasn't a story mission, and they were looking at people. One guy was, like, an Iraqi war veteran who was, down on his luck and had an income of zero. Then he found this guy who was, I don't know, embezzling money. So he just decided to hack into his bank account, go to an ATM, and steal his money. Another one, he saw that there was a girl who was a potential victim. So he was like, hmm, let's see what that is. So he followed her, and then she ended up being a victim of a crime. He went up to the guy, held up a gun, a chase ensued, smashed a face with a lead pipe. Then he got chased by some police, hacked into, like, the roadblocks, Destroyed some police cars, stopped a train with his superpowers, and ran away. <laughs> let's just let's just talk about collateral damage here for a second, though. Yeah. I mean, okay, he, he basically when I said hacking anything that's electronic, though, he can basically see everything that's going on, all the backstories of people. He can basically hack everything. The whole world is his hack hack play toy, yeah. and, and he's in a sandbox in it. I think that's maybe <laughs> that's maybe more accurate because okay, he stops a bad thing from happening. Great. The guy is running away, and he beats him up. He's kind of like a Batman in a trench coat. But then, okay, he wrecks a police car. Well, there's police in there. Hello. <laughs> With I mean, these are brutal freaking accidents that these guys are in. Their windshields are broken. And I don't know if there's, like, skulls against the glass and stuff. <laughs> so he killed, like, four police officers, but he got the bad guy. Let's not forget that. Uh, I don't know. I guess that gets kind of overlooked, but anyway. <laughs> I, I noticed that too. Um, and, and just like all the damage he did, he slowing traffic down by switch. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, yeah. he just caused like he caused so total havoc damage. just so he could punch a guy in the face with a lead pipe. But good for you, buddy. Oh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun doing it. I tell you. That's oh, gonna it's be gonna awesome. be a blast. That's why I think it's more because uh, he's kind of a gray character. He's not really. A, I don't think really a hero. I guess I should say because he just does whatever he wants. I mean, he's like kind of like Rob. Robin Hood, and then, like, I'm going to beat up some cops. <laughs> At least he's not like Aquaman. <laughs> and then he'd really be screwed. I think, I think this is exciting because it is actual gameplay footage. This is going to be a launch title. This is, like, the real power and potential of what the PS4 is going to be. Well, not even potential, like the start of it. So that's that's exciting. Now, the last game they talked about was a game and a company that Sony fans have been dying for for a long time with Bungie. And their game, Destiny, was announced surprise to no one, that it's coming to the PS4. Wasn't really too much new information. The PS4 is going to get some exclusive content, maybe a planet, maybe something, who knows. But they showed a little bit more footage, and you know what? This game looks awesome. I mean, yep. yeah, there wasn't really much to, much new information that was revealed, but we saw a little bit more in, in-game footage, and looks looks gorgeous. Yeah, I know my destiny is to play this game and also probably play Watch Dogs, so uh, I'm excited for those two. Yeah, those two look, both looked really good. Yeah, so let's kind of a look at a lot of the games that were presented, and we're going to take a second to thank our sponsor and then come back for some final thoughts and other quick info. For you, the listeners of the Gamers Advocate podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And Bill's got a book lined up for you right now. I do, and in fact, this is uh, a sci-fi classic by Isaac Asimov, the book is entitled The Thank End you. of Eternity. <laughs> Thank you. This book is about a guy named Andrew Harlan, who is what's called an eternal. He's a member of an elite part of society in the future. Um, these few people basically live in a location outside of time and space. Um, and what they do is they control the world with small reality changes that basically guide the rest of the world unknowingly. And uh, sometimes they go into the world to do it, and at one point he falls for a woman that's in the real world, quote-unquote. And even though they do these changes that are supposedly for the greater good, he comes to find out that one of these changes is going to cause her to not exist anymore. So he basically risks everything he has to try to bring her into eternity. Sounds pretty interesting, I say. Yeah. <laughs> so to get that book or any other audio book, over 100,000, go to audibletrial.com backslash thegamersadvocate. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate for your free audiobook. 
Now back to our show. So we're going to wrap things up with some more quick info and then some final thoughts. Uh, we just want to mention that while there were a lot of games that were announced, there were a lot of tech demos as well. David Cage of Quantic Dream, who has made Heavy Rain and is working on Beyond Two Souls, came out and showed an old man. <laughs> he did show an old man. Yeah, and uh, it was a pretty good-looking old I mean, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's this guy <laughs> a lot of polygons, a lot of emotion. <laughs> I, I saw some clay. We saw that, too. Yeah, Media Molecule, makers of Little Big Planet and the upcoming Vita game, Tearaway, came out with some tech demos they worked on with the PlayStation Move. Yes, it still exists, where you can sculpt... Like sculptures, basically, and they made a lot of cool things. Sculptures. So it showed the potential of what they could do in a game. And they also showed a video of them controlling some characters in a rock band-like movie with the move. And, I mean, it was kind of cute. It was kind of nice, but it's a tech demo. I mean, it's it's not a game, so we'll have to wait and see what they're really working on. Cutesy and, like, playing with clay doesn't move units. And uh, let me just tell you, that PlayStation Move, they got to show something off pretty big for me to ever purchase yeah, really. it. <laughs> Um, and then Square Enix did what it does best and sucked at life <laughs> and came out and... <laughs> yes, it did. They sh- I mean, just to put this in perspective, you're talking to a, a person here who loves Final Fantasy, so... And he Fantasy. is kind of irritated with Square Enix, so... Well, they did exactly what Killzone 3 did on the... Uh, or Killzone 2 or whatever it was on the PS3 when it came out. They sh- flat out showed a straight up uh, no. CGI video they went again. Even, they went even worse. They showed a CGI video that they showed last, that they showed last E3 <laughs> that isn't even a game. <laughs> like, it's not even a game that they're making. It's just a tech demo. And then to make it even worse, the brand director <laughs> of Final Fantasy came out and was like, we're working on a Final Fantasy game. What is it? I don't know. Well, you'll find out at E3. Yeah. They didn't say anything. Not a logo, not that it's Final Fantasy fifteen, nothing. They wouldn't even tell you the number. They're like, hey, guess what? We're going to give you something. When we're going to give it? Forget you. Bye. Are you sure Microsoft didn't plant that guy in there? Probably. <laughs> I, like, I, I hate hating on Square Enix. They just make it so easy. But, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a shame. I mean, I I love I want to love this company. They just make it. But hey, I know it'll cheer you up. Final Read Fantasy the next. 10 HD. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. next the next little thing after that. That is exciting. Diablo 3, the PC phenomenon, is coming to the consoles. I'm excited. There's been rumors that. It's been coming for a long time, but it will be releasing on PS3 and PS4, and I'm sure Xbox and stuff. See, that's why we don't have the PC game, because they're just going to come over the consoles anyway. Well, I think it's cool that they're coming to current and next-gen both. Yeah, exactly. And I'm that's sure cool. I'm, I'm, Blizzard knows what it's doing, so I'm sure they'll make it very accessible for console gamers. Yeah, but wait, if you're going to get it for PlayStation 3, you better not buy it and hope you're going to be able to play it on PlayStation 4. Because <laughs> <laughs> your, your characters are going to switch over because you'll be screwed. Yeah, if you want to share <laughs> it, you have to get it on PS4. Yeah, so th- those were kind of all the tech demos and games that were announced. And just some more quick features is that the PS4 is going to have a feature very similar to the Vita where you just pop a button, probably the PS PlayStation button, and you can pause the game. So you can go out and do your stuff. You can come back, hit it again, system will resume automatically, which is one of my favorite features of the Vita. That is fantastic and also my favorite because I have a small bladder. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) Uh, Also, that the PlayStation 4 will support the PS Move, Jack's favorite, but it will not support the DualShock 3, which is the PS3 controller, which, I mean, I guess it's kind of of annoying because you can't use those controllers for games, but I guess, I don't know, it is what it is. Um, um, frankly, I want to chuck those controllers in the trash, so thank you very much. Uh, I get to smash them with a pipe. Yeah, exactly. Trade them in at GameStop towards yeah. some new PS4 games. But it's going to be a weird... Yeah, my dad. Don't tell me what to do. It's going to be a <laughs> weird situation room. because, first of all, my backlog is probably 2,324 games deep, and by the time the PS4 comes out, I probably won't have beaten them all. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to trade my PS3 in right away. Yeah, and that's pretty deep, let me just say. On the next episode of Intervention, we sit Adam <laughs> yeah, down really. to talk about how many freaking games I he's got. I have way too many. And I just I, and I just bought Metal I just bought Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which won't be played. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even gonna play it. Video game addiction. Here Doctor F- uh, see uh yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's kinda wrap this whole thing up for real and talk about what we were happy with and what we were upset with. And let's start with our resident haters corner, Jack Witt. I will say what I'm happy with is that Adam gets to buy all these games. What I'm sad with is that he doesn't get to play any of them. So I'm sorry. (laughs) You're so considerate. But as far as all these announcements and what all is coming out, I like Gaikai. That's pretty awesome. Cloud computing. Uh, The controller, I'm glad they redesigned it. 
it looks like a cool controller. Everything else, I'm just like, whatever. Uh, I guess I'm just waiting to see what else they have in their in their deck of cards, and I guess they're waiting for Microsoft too. I mean, that'd be the smart move, and they're they're pretty smart people. They do all this stuff. I don't I don't have a clue about it. I just play it. You know, I can't design any of this stuff. But so, um, I agree with a lot of what Jack said. I think uh, I, w- I would have liked to seen a little more uh, of of games in, in uh, what was it called? Oh yeah, the system itself. I would like to have seen that. Um, I understand why they didn't. I, I do think it's a little odd that they didn't exactly show the system. I mean, if they're giving out all the specs of it, show what it looks like, unless it's not done. Um, but other than that, I, it's what I expected, and uh, you know, it was a good first glimpse at it. Uh, you know, I, w- I it was a little frustrating because you want to see so much more, you want to see everything. It's like, well, you announced it, let us see everything you got. But I get they're playing the game a little. You know, I, I get that. You know, uh, we want to see the system, what it looks like. I mean, it could be in a cardboard box for all I care, really, because they they did give us the guts and whatnot, and their PlayStation 3 looked like a George Foreman grill. I think they won't go that down, down that road again. Mine is bacon in it. Right. <laughs> Mine's warming a hamburger for me as we speak. But uh, anyways, speaking of snacks, uh, yeah, I, uh, I do wish they would just show it. I mean, come on, show me your goods. I'm sure it'll be a well-made system. I mean, I've got, honest to God, I've got a first-generation PS3, 20-gigabar hard drive. They're well-made, let me tell I, you. I've never had an issue. Now, I don't play it all the time like I do my Xbox, but it's not my first Xbox either. Yeah, it's uh, it's like my fourth Xbox, so, yeah. Now I'm, I'm a little worried about my the other side on that. Now, I'm actually, I'm happy with what they showed, because I'm an optimistic guy, and I love everything you except really Square are. Enix. <laughs> <laughs> but the games that they showed were... Like actual games, like there's there was a good chance that people would have came to this conference, got some tech demos, got some people saying they're working for games, showed some quick teaser footage. But not only did we get trailers and full trailers, we got gameplay demos. We got people talking about what they're going to do with the system, and we got well-known established franchises that are going to be on the PS4 pretty early on the launch, which is exciting. And this is only the beginning. Like this is what you have to remember. This was the first foray into the unknown for the next generation because who knows what they have in store for E3, for GDC, for some other announcements. Like, if they have all this already revealed, they probably have some nice other things up their sleeve. Well, I think uh, another cool thing is that uh, Sony does see a uh, disc-based future, and so GameStops are still going to be around, which is awesome. You can still let friends, like, have games and lend them out. And just like we said with Xbox, I mean, I think I'm on my... uh, Second or third Xbox, you know, the Red Ring of Death, that was huge back in the day. Systems failing all the time. So, I mean, Microsoft has... They better get that right. They better get that system stuff out of the way and get the cooling fans right this time or else I'm going to be really mad. I mean, I know we bash, like, Nintendo and Sony and everything else. I just want to point out Microsoft's flaws that they built a bad non-cool system and they knew it was bad bad. that's why they extended that warranty way out so you know anyways we'll hit on you next week yeah i mean microsoft is going to get a little taste to the advocates but uh you know haters corner still here still strong (laughs) can i come into the haters corner for a second sure come on in what do you have to say about square enix i love them (laughs) no so the one thing that i really am taking away from this is to be cautious because sony has burned us before I've bought into their magic a lot. Like, I bought the PlayStation Move. I bought the PSP and the Vita, hoping that there was going to be a lot of connection, a lot of integration, and they promised that to me, and none of that has been realized. Like, I mean, I love my PS3. There's been great games, but they talk a big, big game. Well, maybe they just knew you were going to buy all the games and not play them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) That is true. But, no, I, I think the biggest thing to realize is, I mean, the presentation was great. They talked about a lot of great things and a lot of good things. But like Bill was saying earlier, a lot of it was, we hope to have this ready. We hope to have this for all of our games. We hope to have this. It's all a hope. And, I mean, I think they're on the right track, and they have the right pieces in place. But it's just gonna we're going to have to wait and see. Like, we're going to have to see if they can realize the true potential. Because if they realize it, you better watch out, Microsoft, because this system is going to be one hell of a machine. I, I gotta say they do have a ton of potential, but I was talking to a gamer friend of mine uh, actually two days ago, and I told him about, hey, you see things about PS4 and all that stuff. He said, "Say, like, really, dude? I don't care until about a year after launch. 
I won't care until the next go round and Christmas to see what they actually do versus what they say. Because they, they I mean, gamers feel that the whole burn syndrome of you buy into it. It's kind of an investment, and you either pick one system or the other uh, during those holidays. And if you don't have the titles and stuff like that, you got to wait like a year for next Christmas to roll around before you even get a taste of something else. Yeah, I'm not going to jump the gun and trade in at least. I'm not trading my 360 so quick. But when a 360 came out, I traded in everything, and I regretted that. Yeah. So. So what? So what do you guys think that Sony needs to do? Like, what is the next step? Do they show more games? Do they show proof? Do they show the system more features? Like, like, do you think that the features they have right now is enough to sustain the console if they do it well, or do you think that there's going to be something else, or they need something else? No, they need to show more of their uh, online service. A little bit more about how that's going to work and and how it can actually compete with Xbox Live, which I feel is far superior. Oh, for sure, no question um, there. And and games, they need to show a lot more games. They need to really just blow people over with it. Yeah, I agree with uh, what you guys are saying. Their online needs work. Um, their titles and games, I need to see more gameplay for me to buy in. I got to see the system. Uh, I, I mean, but everything looks promising so far. I mean, I'm I'm optimistic actually, shockingly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm too. Yeah, but like like we always said, I mean, like it or not, it's the most exciting time to be a gamer, my friends. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we we are just the curtain has been revealed. We aren't even seeing the full extent of what these systems can do. Because first of all, I mean, we're still going to see a lot more before they launch. But think of where the PS3 and Xbox 360 are now as compared to when they launched, and think of where these can be. Yeah, and I don't think we've seen a whole lot yet. What we've seen so far is like a stripper taking off a glove. <laughs> I think it's a little more than a glove. They they revealed kind Maybe of a, a lot. Shoe. Maybe both shoes <laughs> and yeah, a glove. But, but it's it's, yeah. it's keep those socks on. I don't want to see them feet. Yeah, that could be nasty. <laughs> no, but I think overall, like if you had to rate the conference, what score would you give it? I'd give it a B. Um, I gotta say. Uh, C, I was, I mean C minus. I wasn't like, I'm like, okay, you passed, but I'm, you know, you're not gonna get a B out of me. I'd say B minus, actually, yeah, B minus. I'd say, I'd say B minus. I'd say probably B plus. You know what? I mean, yeah, I mean, I understand what you guys are saying, but for a reveal of a brand new system that's still eight months away, I think they re- revealed a lot of information. I mean, you gotta understand the irony though. No, they revealed the system without showing you the system. I mean, yeah. that kind of started that, off on a weird, weird. That's what gets yeah, weird. Like, who cares about the system? I mean, it's a, it's I a cool looking bot. Like, what I if, do. What if they would have showed the system but not the controller? Like that would. I think that would have been a lot worse. Like it's. Just, I think I mean, showing either one without the other is kind of dumb, but whatever. Yeah, but it, I mean, we'll get to see the system soon, or yeah. it might be invisible. You never know. So that's kind of our thoughts, and that's kind of what happened on the PlayStation 4 meeting and conference. And like I said, it's just the beginning. We're going to be getting into a lot more information. I mean, Microsoft's going to come out swinging soon. PlayStation's going to get more stuff. And when's Nintendo's next generation console coming out? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I think that's uh, dead. Yeah, but also... <laughs> just a, one quick important thing to note is that the Xbox and Microsoft registered a website called xboxevent.com or something like that. So it's coming. We know it's coming. I mean, there's some rumors saying that it's going to be April, but I don't think so. GDC is at the end of March and it's I don't know. I find it hard-pressed to find that they're going to let Sony take that whole conference by themselves. Isn't Sony though in the past history Sony's always been able to get out before Microsoft. They've always been able to get their consoles out, get them out solid. And stuff like that. And I give them props for that, where Microsoft no. seems like they kind of scramble. No, around. Microsoft yeah. was first last time. Were they? By yeah. only, what about six the pl- months. And then Sony came out at 600, and then they were screwed. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, I made them think about the PlayStation um, But A lot of this, I wanna, I, well, I want to hold it off for next week on the Microsoft thing, because I, I, think, I think I get what they're trying to do, and I, if, if, it's, if I'm right, uh, it might be something... Uh, we'll talk about next week. Yeah, so stay tuned for next week because we're going to be talking a lot about what we think Microsoft should do, how they should respond, where they're going to go because we don't want to keep you for much longer. But <laughs> we yeah. appreciate you listening, and we want you to be a part of this conversation. Let us know what you're thinking. Were you happy? Were you like me and kind of very happy with this, or were you like Jack, a little more negative on the whole thing? Like, how are you How are you thinking? How are you Are you excited? Are you going to get one on launch day? Like, we want to know all that stuff. Are you thirsty? Yeah. Sleepy? Hungry? You want Chipotle? We'll get you some. No, but if email all your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your hatred, whatever, to <laughs> podcast 
at thegamersadvocate.com. I got some hate mail. Again, that's podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Advocate Gamers, and I'm at Adam Bankhurst. I'm at Bill Roberts-ish. I'm at Jack Whittington, and I am fueled and fed on hate. <laughs> yes, he is. And if you want to follow us, like us on Facebook to get all of our updates, we just follow that blue shield, search for The Gamer's Advocate, look on our website for a lot of editorials going up and good news features, and we got a lot of good stuff going on. Oh, and also, it's I'm happy to announce that we are officially on Stitcher, the iPhone podcast streaming service. So it's just another way for people to find us. And you could also get us on iTunes, give us some reviews, subscribe to us, whatever you want to do, and just be a part of the show because... We want to make this about you and get you involved and do everything we can. So we really want to thank a lot of people, especially our community, but also Jesse, a.k.a. One Stop Panda Drop, who is responsible for our theme song and our logo. And we will be closing the show tonight with uh, a Columbus area band, friends of mine, damn near down, doing a cover of Brian Adams' Run to You. So uh, (laughs) enjoy that. Yeah, so we appreciate you listening in with us. So for the Gamer's Advocate, I'm Adam. I'm Bill. I'm Jack. And we hope you have a good night. See you later, Ding Dong.